Hello and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicas.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue titled W Power celebrates 20 women in leadership positions across various fields including business, sports, entertainment, science and social impact. Joining me on the call to talk about the issues Forbes India's Varsha Meghani. Hi Varsha, how are you doing? Hi Abhishek, very well, thank you. Thanks. And in your cover note, you write that uh, this list is by no means exhaustive, but a representative one. So how did you arrive at this? And this is not exactly the inaugural issue. How have things differed given the times that we are in? And how did you go about uh, shortlisting these uh, 20 women who've been there and done that? So, you know, to begin with, uh, Avishek, every year we, you know, we ponder over, you know, why do we have this list about women do we need a specialist for women or or can we do with you know something more gender neutral but uh, you know the truth is that uh, not just in india but globally also representation of women in business sport entertainment etc is still lacking and so when you do actually uh, you know put the spotlight on women achievers it inspires a generation more to go out there and um, and achieve so so therefore we we you know we we come up with this list every year we draw up a long list of uh, women achievers across fields who who primarily meet two broad criteria one is they should have achieved something significant over the previous year and two their work should be impactful and inspiring and so we go about looking for women uh, from business sports entertainment social entrepreneurship across fields we make a long list and then whittle it down to 20 so there's a lot of debate and argument and discussion that goes on to bring it down to 20 but um, it's it's a fun process yes and and these 20 are quite uh, illustrious uh, names in their respective fields you've written about pratima joshi who's an architect in pune and yes. is batting for the underprivileged in slums and this is quite interesting in that uh, she's figured out a way to give them digital addresses so that they can access clean water among other things and uh, you start your story you know, with how a slum dweller orders a pizza and that gets delivered to uh, her doorstep by a swiggy delivery boy and it wasn't possible earlier because then yes. these folks had to walk about, about a kilometer out on the street to you know fetch what they wanted so that is a big deal in that it's difficult to map them how, how does it work and why wasn't it possible earlier You know, so Pratima Joshi is a Pune-based architect. Uh, she partnered with Google last year to provide these unique digital addresses, which are like alphanumeric codes, to slum dwellers across seven cities in Maharashtra, including Navi Mumbai, Pune, Thane, etc. So it's actually a game changer. You know, like you pointed out, um, not just for the slum dwellers who are able to now uh, get access to services at their doorsteps, whether it's groceries, food. or even medical supplies and ambulance services which have all proved especially useful uh, you know through the pandemic but it's also a game changer for the government who's now able to better provide you know access to sanitation facilities gas cylinders and and now even vaccines thanks to these digital addresses so you know and and pratima she started her work back in the 1990s uh, early 1990s where uh, her aim was to give the poor better houses with access to sanitation electricity etc but when they started out there was no data absolutely no data so it's interesting how you know she talks about how they went door to door to every single slum collecting data collecting information mapping it using google earth technology gis software the impact that they've been able to have uh, since not just collecting this data but providing these addresses as well it really is an inspiring story and it requires a lot of work we all talk about digitization and being data driven in whatever we do but uh, for that it it needs a lot of grunt work uh, and there is no other way than to collect 
data as she did door to door, which becomes a base for uh, overlaying it on certain technologies, whether from Google or otherwise. And she's 57. Uh, so age, no bar as such in the list that you've put out. Another one is 64-year-old uh, Arundhati Bhattacharya, who was the former yes. head of uh, State Bank of India, now leads Salesforce India. What is the motivation for folks like these, you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Arundhati Bhattacharya is no, um, uh, she's not a new person to such lists. She's obviously featured in many such lists across publications. But the reason we featured her is because, you know, after her stellar stint at SBI, she could very well just retire, maybe sit on a few boards, enjoy her life, you know, she, you know, and, and be super respected for what she did at SBI. But still, she decided to plunge head on into new area completely, uh, take on this fresh challenge as the head of Salesforce India and do what she's doing. So it's, um, it's really remarkable what she's done at this age. What are some of the other uh, highlights uh, uh, in the interest of time, uh, Varsha, that, that the listener can or the reader can expect? Uh, a couple of other names that stand out in your head at the moment. Sure. So, you know, we've also featured on, um, you know, names that don't otherwise make the headlines like um, the Asha workers who've been so uh, instrumental in this fight against COVID, but yet they remain nameless um, and unacknowledged, unfortunately. So we decided to put the spotlight this year on on one such um, Asha worker. Her name is Matilda Kulu and she works in a small village in Odisha. You know, we track her her journey, you know, the kind of work she does, uh, how she helps the villagers. It's a little sobering as well because, you know, she talks about how they're underpaid and overworked and how she does tailoring on the side to make ends meet. I think that figure that you write or, or that I read in that piece was 4,500 rupees a month for the a kind month, of work that yes. they do. And they do important work, don't they? In that it goes down to dispelling superstitions or helping pregnant women to deliver babies, make sure that kids go to school. There's hygiene, sanitation, vaccination. There's a whole lot of things that they have to go door to door and do. It's a shame that they don't get paid much. Absolutely, absolutely. And even in fact, through the pandemic, they didn't even have, uh, you know, basic masks, gloves, sanitizers, let alone, you know, proper PPE equipment. So it is unfortunate. Um, Any other names that you've covered? Absolutely. So I mean, Rani Rampal is a headline name. Uh, You know, she led the hockey team to a historic fourth place finish at the Olympics. Uh, What's special about Rani is, is her humility. Um, so my colleague Katha, who wrote the story, asked at one point that, uh, you know, are you are you accosted by people nowadays asking you for selfies? And she giggles and says, no, 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 we're not cricketers. You know, we're only hockey players. <laughs> so so that's a heartwarming story. Yeah, Right. And that's an, a good below the belt uh, to all, all, you know, those who still think that, yes, there are sports beyond cricket. But unfortunately, I think there's yeah. a lot to be done there as well absolutely absolutely and then we have Vinita Singh who is the you know a superwoman in the truest sense she's a serial entrepreneur sugar cosmetics is her third venture and you know she talks about the multiple challenges she faced early on not least uh, when it came to funding you know it took them you know almost two years to go from their seed round of funding to their series a round and now it's a hundred plus crore brand which is super popular across the country you've done that story and you write about her illustrious uh educational background, IIT Madras, I am Ahmedabad and uh, did not uh, take up a one crore rupee job and her initial ventures, as you said, they didn't succeed. So that's also an interesting one in that you you don't have to make a mark in the first go itself and idea is to hopefully keep at it. Yeah, absolutely. And she talks about staying in the game. And, you know, she says that if you want to be world class at something, whatever it may be, you have to stay in the game for 10 to 15 years before you can really see the results. 
Um, so yeah, many takeaways from that as well. Yes. Uh, another couple of names, uh, Avni Lekhara story. I think that can bring uh, many folks to tears. I think she was 10 when an accident left her paralyzed. And at 20, she at the Tokyo Olympics, uh, she won a gold in the 10 meter air rifle event and a bronze in the 50 meter rifle competition. That is the first woman to have won multiple medals. And then you also yeah. have uh, Bhavani Patel, uh, mm. a para-athlete, right? Who, who clinched yes. silver in Tokyo Olympics. So it's, it's a wide range of uh, uh, achievers. Absolutely. And these are stories of, you know, real grit and gumption of not letting uh, their physical setbacks put a stop on their dreams. You know, Avni, uh, you know, coach, she says, I'll be happy even if one person is inspired or motivated by me. And really, she's inspired a whole country. These are some of the highlights um, as well. Excellent. And anything that uh, stands out as a common theme, uh, apart from the fact that uh, all of them uh, have not been overnight successes and that uh, they've kept at it uh, over, uh, you know, years, sometimes perhaps decades. Is is that what it is? Or is there something that your team, when you whittled it down to this list, uh, what does this represent uh, in terms of modern India? The list, you know, appears very diverse with, you know, scientists and businesswomen and, and sports people. But when you kind of distill it down to their qualities, um, you know, you'll, you'll notice that their ability to work hard, their perseverance, their integrity, their humility, they're all common threads that kind of bring them together, as well as, um, you know, their ability to inspire and um, their desire to make the world a better place. I think that ties them all together. Lovely. Thank you very much, Varsha, for your time on this podcast. Thanks so much. Thank you, Abhishek. Thank you. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or uh, any other podcasting app that you use. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818.